Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our worship. Our service this morning is led by our minister, Katrina. Um, I want to start by saying well done to all of us who've managed to make it to the hotel this morning, despite the road closures. Um, I don't know how you find it, but I, I quite enjoyed walking down Byers Road with uh, no cars and looking up Great George Street and thinking, I'm really glad I'm not cycling up that later. Um, so uh, there are some benefits. Um, I'm pleased to be able to confirm that the subway is open until 9 o'clock this evening and from 8am to 9pm next Sunday. Um, wouldn't it be great if those hours could continue on a Sunday after the cycling has left us? Um, a particularly warm welcome this morning um, to Fyodor Reichenetz, who is staying with Lena and George. Um, it's <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, Fyodor is a Baptist theologian and educator living in Kiev and is here in the UK for a short study residency. It's lovely to have you with, with us, Fyodor, and we look forward to hearing from you briefly later in the service. Um, a reminder that our friends Lizzie and Johnny are getting married, and we've confirmed with Lizzie that she's m moderately sane this morning, um, and that is next Saturday. Um, they have invited us to join us if we're able at their evening reception in Bathgate. Please let Lizzie and Johnny know if you plan to attend. Um, Laura and I are trying to coordinate some, some transport if um, that's a reason why you wouldn't be able to, to go. So let us know and we'll see if we can organise lifts for you. Um, as we all know, next Sunday, the 13th of August, will be Katrina's last Sunday with us before she relocates down south to Northern Baptist College, which only makes sense if you live in Scotland, um, and uh, Union Street Baptist Church in Crewe. Um, next Sunday, we'll celebrate communion together in the morning, followed by some refreshments here in the hotel. I'll send out a reminder of the details over the next couple of days, but it would be amazing if as many folks could join us as possible. Um, if you would like to consider joining the choir for that service, we would really appreciate a boost in our numbers. Um, it looks like we'll be rehearsing around quarter to ten, ten o'clock next Sunday um, and singing some familiar tunes. No need to, to tell us that you're coming, although a little bit of reassurance that somebody is coming would be great. Um, just come along and sing if you're able to. Um, thank you uh, to all who've contributed so far to a gift for Katrina. If you have yet to do so, please catch me after the service. Katrina, close your ears. <laughs> but let's not pretend that these things don't happen. Um, Lena would like to thank everyone who's been in touch so far um, regarding Sunday morning worship. Um, if anyone has a wee inkling that they would love to contribute to our Sunday gatherings, Lena would really love to speak to you. Um, she reminds us that there are many different tasks which don't involve standing up at the front, like welcoming people or supporting the tech team, as well as those that do involve being up at the front or on screen in Zoom, such as reading, leading and praying. If you want to contribute, even if you don't really have a clear idea in what way, Lena would love to speak to you and explore that with you. I think that's everything, and it's now time for Nancy to light our candle. As we gather for worship, let us join together to become the body of Christ. Christ is the light that lights our way. May we glimpse Christ's light this day.
So we're going to pray now. I'm going to lead us in a short prayer. And after I have prayed that, Fyodor is going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer in Ukrainian. So if you'd like to come and stand with me now, it's just easier for the mics and the cameras. So let's pray together. We believe, O oh God, help us in our unbelief. We believe that you are with us here and now, in this place, in these places. And that by your spirit, we become as one body, joining together in praise and worship. We believe that you love us and delight in the diversity of who we are and that by your spirit you renew that sorry by your spirit you equip and enable each one of us for works of service we believe that you call us as you call all people to follow jesus and that by your spirit you renew that call day by day through the whole of life And we believe that you hear us when we pray, however hesitantly that may be, and that your spirit interprets and expresses our prayers when we cannot. So hear us, God of love, when we join together in our own languages and preferred forms, the words Jesus gave to his followers. Отче наш, що єси на небесах, нехай святиться ім'я Твоє, нехай прийде царство Твоє, нехай буде воля Твоя, як на небі, так і на землі. Хліб наш щоденний дай нам сьогодні, і прости нам провини наші, як і ми прощаємо винуватцям нашим. І не веди нас у спокусу, але визволи нас від лукавого, бо Твоє є царство, і сила, і слава, навіки вічні. Амінь.
something. Um, if you're young, you might be more amenable to that, but you don't have to be particularly young. Um, I should have primed people. I never think to prime people, but come on, I'm nearly going. It's time to humour me finally with this. And I hope our online people are hearing okay. I have a game. And does anybody remember the game Misfits? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. So three sets of cards. Um, can I have some volunteers to come and help me? Because if you don't volunteer, I'm going to pick on you. So I'm going to put one set here. Thank you. Gold star for Rory. <laughs> one set here. And one set here. So what you have to do is choose card, any card from each set and use them to build a figure. And we're hoping that the camera will pick this up. So I'll start off and then you can have a go. And then you can go and pick somebody and then they have to come and do it. That seems fair. So I don't know if this is going to work, if that camera's going to see it. Oh, that's boring. I've got ones that possibly do fit. So there we go. Can we see that camera? So it's a police officer's helmet, a top of a dress with some uh, jewellery and some yeah, interesting thing. Do you want to choose three and see what you come up with? Okay. And I'm going to pick on somebody else. Jenny, I know you're going to be up for it. Are you going to pick on Jenny? So one from each set and build a character. So I'm just see if we can just uh, move the camera so they can see that. So what have we got here? Uh, fire officer's head, nurse's body and some stripy trousers. So if you want to do one, Jenny. Yeah, so I just one, one from each section. Yeah, one from each pile. One from this pile. One from this pile. One from this pile. Okay. Kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're following. Okay, we're not going to do all of them. I'm going to put it at that end so that we can show it to the camera. That's. I think three is probably enough. Okay. So what's Jenny got? Let's just move the camera. So, oops, oh, I'm not going to get this left somewhere, so there we go. Oh, um, a nurse's, old-style nurse's head, police officer's body, and I think it's a fire officer's or a fisherman's or something, fishing person's bottom. Okay, brilliant. So these are, it's called Misfits, and actually there's a set of characters and you can build proper characters or you can have more fun mixing and matching. Why on earth did I pick this game? Well, partly because I love the name. I think it's a great name. But it's partly about recognising that bodies are made of a mixture. We're not all we're not all the same. 
we're not all got the same skin tone, we've not all got the same height, we've not all got the same ability. There are all these people that can do clever tech stuff. There are other people who sing beautifully. And there are people I know who can sing and do this at the same time. I can't do that. Um, there are things I can do that you can't do. There are things each of you can do that I can't do. And that's kind of what we're celebrating today, is that we are all the church. So I am going to pick one of my, I have chosen, in fact, one of my most favourite cheesy children's songs. Uh, so, you know, I've not got many more chances to pick them, have I? So... We're going to sing, I am the church, you are the church. And if you feel like doing actions, you can. I can't remember them, so you're fairly safe. Um, but just enjoy this song. I am the church, you are the church, we are the church together. Bible reading this morning is the message paraphrase version of a quite long reading from 1 Corinthians 12, beginning at verse 4 through into the very beginning of 1 Corinthians 13. And we're going to hear it by multi-voices on site and online. God's various gifts are handed out everywhere but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. 
God's various expressions of power are in action everywhere, but God is behind it all. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. Everyone gets in on it. Everyone benefits. All kinds of things are handed out by the Spirit, and there are all kinds of people. The variety is wonderful. Wise counsel, clear understanding, simple trust, healing the sick, miraculous acts, proclamation, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. All of these gifts have a common origin, but they're handed out by one and the same spirit of God. God decides who will get what and when. You can easily enough see how this kind of thing works by looking no further than your own body. Your body has many parts, limbs, organs, cells, but no matter how many parts you can name, you're still one body. It's exactly the same with Christ. By means of his one spirit, we all said goodbye to our partial and piecemeal lives. We each used to independently call our own shots, but then we entered into a large and integrated life in which he has the final say in everything. This is what we proclaimed in word and action when we were baptized. Each of us is now a part of his resurrection body, refreshed and sustained at one fountain, his spirit, where we all come to drink. The old labels we once used to identify ourselves, labels like Jew or Greek, slave or free, they're no longer useful. We need something larger, more comprehensive. I want you to think about how all this makes you more significant, not less. A body isn't just a single part blown up into something huge. It's all the different but similar parts arranged and functioning together. If foot said, I'm not elegant like hand, embellished with rings, I guess I don't belong to this body. Would that make it so? If ear said, I'm not beautiful like eye, transparent and expressive, I don't deserve a place on the head. Would you want to remove it from the body? If the body was all eye, how could it hear? If all ear, how could it smell? As it is, we see that God has carefully placed each part of the body right where he wanted it. I also want you to think about how this keeps our significance from getting blown up into self-importance. For no matter how significant you are, it is only because of what you are part of. 
An enormous eye or a gigantic hand wouldn't be a body, but a monster. What we have is one body with many parts, each its proper size and in its proper place. No part is important on its own. Can you imagine an eye telling hand, get lost, I don't need you? Or head telling foot, you're fired, your job has been phased out. As a matter of fact, in practice it works the other way. The lower the part, the more basic and therefore necessary. You can live without an eye, for instance, but not without a stomach. When it's a part of your own body you're concerned with, it makes no difference whether the part is visible or clothed, higher or lower. You give it dignity and honour, just as it is, without comparisons. If anything, you are more concerned for the lower parts than the higher. If you have to choose, would you prefer good digestion to full-bodied hair? <laughs> the way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together as a church. Every part dependent on every other part, the parts we mention and the parts we don't, the parts we see and the parts we don't. If one part hurts, every other part is involved in the hurt and in the healing. If one part flourishes, every other part enters into the exuberance. You are Christ's body. That's who you are. You must never forget this. Only as you accept your part of that body does your part mean anything. You're familiar with some of the parts that God has formed in his church, which is his body. Apostles, prophets, teachers, miracle workers, healers, helpers, organizers, those who pray in tongues. It's obvious by now, isn't it, that Christ's church is a complete body and not a gigantic unidimensional part. It is not all apostle, not all prophet, not all miracle worker, not all healer, not all prayer in tongues, not all interpreter of tongues. And yet some of you keep competing for so-called important parts. Right now we have three things to do. Trust steadily in God, hope unswervingly, love extravagantly, and the best of the three is love.
On the 14th of June 2009, I preached as sole nominee at Hillhead Baptist Church. We were meeting in the Trist, and I began that service not by playing misfits, but by inviting the children who were there then to complete a jigsaw puzzle. But there was a piece missing from that jigsaw puzzle. Well, it wasn't really missing. I'd actually asked Ken Fisher to hide it and to reveal it only when I asked him to. The point that was being made is very obvious, isn't it? Every part is important, whether it's the corner or the edge, whether it's the main part of the picture in the middle, whether it's one of those pieces of sky or grass, it's all important, and if one piece is missing, the whole is incomplete. And I went on to preach on 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 27, which I set alongside the, what's sometimes called the Nazareth Manifesto from Luke 4, where Jesus sets out what he's come to do. And I said that I felt these passages expressed something of how I understood Hillhead to be and what God might be calling us to do and to be together. Clearly, either I convinced you or the Holy Spirit was at work, or maybe a bit of both, and the rest is history, and it's history I'm very pleased to be a part of. Recently, as part of my clearing out, I found this little card um, in a drawer. I thought I'd used it on that day, but actually I hadn't. I'd used a different, far more esoterically, sort of theologically clever one that day. It has a couple of images on it, but I have used those images at different times um, in services. So I'm just going to put them up on the screen so we can actually see them. Oops, so there's my jigsaw. I've forgotten what I've put my slide. So this one, I love this one. It's a, an image that was done for an exhibition about 20 years ago now called The Laughing Christ. So he's happy, but his body is made up of little stick figures, different shapes, different sizes. And I guess it's of its time because I don't think there is anybody in there with a guide dog or in a wheelchair or with a stick. And these are all physically able-bodied people who are in the image. But I just love that there is an expression of diversity and joy in that image. I've also used this one, um, in which basically the figure has a, a photograph of a crowd behind <coughs> it. But it has that, that uh, little text, you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. And that is something I want to remind you of. So in the next week, I will be posting you all a postcard um, with those pictures on, just to remind you. It's kind of like my, my goodbye card for you all. I deliberately chose the message paraphrase this morning because it's a fresh way of hearing familiar words. And I deliberately wanted it to be multi-voiced because that expresses something of what the passage is trying to say, is that we all need each other. It's not just about a preacher. It's not just about a tech desk. It's not just about people who can arrange the chairs or whatever it is. Everybody is important. Everybody's voice is important. Everybody's opinion and understanding is important. And we lose out when people 
opt out, basically. I wasn't going to say that. That's not what it says on my tax, but that's it. If you, if you opt out or give up, then we lose out. And trust me, it took a lot of soul-searching to discern that it was right for me to move out because Hillhead is always going to be part of me wherever I go. I'm sure you all remember this slogan. It appears in various places about the city. I have to confess, when it first came along, I wasn't sure, because I actually loved the Glasgow Smiles better, or Glasgow's Miles better. I, I just loved that one. That felt more cheeky, more Glaswegian. This one felt a little bit formal. Um, it, it's all over the city. We, I'm sure we've all seen this one, um, massive one on the Glasgow City College, I think that's on the side of. Um, quite an old photograph, that actually, looking at what's in front of it. Um, often put up on banners when we have events. Sometimes appears on bins. Have you ever seen the, the street litter bins? It says, people make Glasgow cleaner. Usually with a load of litter on the floor beside them, but hey-ho. Um, and the, the, if you look online, you can find all sorts of these. People make Glasgow and then an extra work. Extra word. I want to suggest um, this is my best attempt at faking the sign. I, couldn't, I don't have the right font. I don't have a Macintosh font, um, which I think that one is. But colour's not too bad. People make Hillhead Baptist Church. And I just want you to take a moment, and I'm not going to ask you to call them out, because I know that always freaks people out. Um, just to think, if you were going to complete that and make a slogan, people make Hillhead Baptist, you probably wouldn't cook cleaner on the end of it, or well, you might, um, but what would you put? People make Hillhead Baptist. You don't have to say, it's just for you to think. I'm not preaching a long sermon today. I might preach a slightly longer one next week if I have the emotional energy to do it. But if there's one thing I want you to hold on to is that you are the body of Christ and each of you has a part in it, a vital, valuable, irreplaceable part. I'm saying that and then thinking, actually, I'm totally irreplaceable, but you get the theory of what I'm saying. We all have a part in the church, but this is the truth. God loves you. God is for you, and God will stay with you. Hold on to those truths, because they are far more important than whoever speaks them. Over the last couple of weeks, um, I've been gathering some photos, and I'd like to especially thank those who sent them in to me. I haven't used all of them, but I've used nearly all of them. So this is going to be a long sit-back, chill-out, you maybe need to find your tissue. Um, I've, I've watched it about 30 times, so I think I'll be okay. Um, but this is just us to remember and celebrate some of what the last 14 years has been as people have made Hillhead Baptist Church special.
Just before we have our prayers for others, I'm going to invite Fyodor to come and he wants to read a short passage for us and to, he'll give us some prayer requests. So if you'd like to come and, and join me, thank you. Good morning to you once again. I would like to greet you as we do in Ukraine. Uh, and we say peace be with you from the one who was, who is, and on whose return we wait in hope. And warm greetings to you from a Baptist Bethany church, which is in Bucha. I um, know that this unknown small town near Kiev became sadly known after the occupation of uh, Kiev region. And I would like to, before I ask you, thank you and ask you for um, uh, prayers, I would like to share just one very brief story with you that happened in our church in Bucha. So on the 31st of March, when suddenly, I hope that one day we will know what really happened, suddenly Russian troops disappeared from the Kiev region. Uh, all international humanitarian aid organization flooded into Bucha to help and what they have faced there was uh, uh, a horrible, horrible situation. And one of these organizations was, of course, UN Food Program. And they were looking for a center that they can distribute all their humanitarian aid through to all the people who need. And surprisingly, they find our church as that center. And uh, after a few weeks, when the director of the UN Food Program visited Bucha, and he was standing in our church saying the following, that they find the church as the only infrastructure in that region which is capable to cope with such an immense humanitarian crisis. We didn't deserve it, we just happened to be there and we were glad that we uh, were this channel that helps to so many people. I have to say that uh, being of a draft age, uh, to be out of the country is equal to miracle. So uh, you can easily consider that standing in front of you today uh, it is uh, a miracle. And whenever I can get out of the country, I always use this chance to thank you, uh, to thank all the people who have uh, joined us in this um, horrible war and support us in so many different ways. And on behalf of many Christians and certainly on behalf of the Bucha Bethany Church, I would like to express our gratitude to you for the support that you have uh, shown to us during this time, because unless you and other Christians, we would not cope with such a slot from Russia. And at the end, uh, I would like to ask you to continue to pray for us, to support us, and end my address to you with a, a words of Jeremiah, which comes from the Book of Lamentation, because I find these words uh, so deeply resonate in my heart this morning. And I use the voice translation so that it would sound very contemporary. 
And that's what it says. Remember Eternal One. Don't forget what happened. Just look at how we are demean this grace. All that you gave to us being handed over to strangers. I would put instead of strangers, occupiers. Even our houses, foreigners have taken for their own. Abandoned too early and on our own, we are like fatherless children. And our mothers, now widows, have nothing either. The most basic necessities, food and water, shelter and warmth, we must pay dearly for. Those pursuing us breathe down the backs of our heavenly, heavily yoked neck, driving us re relentlessly. Like overworked oxen, we are exhausted and without rest. So help us, Lord, to continue to serve you in the midst of crisis that we are. Thank you once again. Thank you so much. I think just to have somebody from the heart of that troubled land to come and speak with us just enables us to understand far more fully and to have greater empathy. So thank you very much for everything you shared. Let's then come to God in prayer. You are the body of Christ, and each of you is part of it. So often we hear these words quite appropriately as referring to our own local church community. But equally, they can be understood as referring translocally to denominations, to organisations, each of which are called to be as Christ, bringing healing and hope to a hurting world. So as part of the global body of Christ, we join our hearts, minds and voices with those of countless others who pray together without ceasing for the inbreaking of God's kingdom of Shalom. God of all, we bring our prayers first of all for the whole earth, where floods, wildfires and extreme temperatures are the visible evidence of human greed and where poverty, injustice and war are the most obvious signs of human sinfulness. We pray for all relief agencies seeking to alleviate suffering and to bring hope to people whose worldviews, politics and faith may actually be very different from our own. May their endeavours be effective and may their compassion and concern inspire others to work for change. Today we pray for Fyodor, for the Bethany Baptist Church and for all the people of Ukraine. We pray that their sorrow may be comforted. We pray that their hope may be strengthened and we pray for liberation, freedom and flourishing. For we believe these to be in accord with your desire for all humankind. BMS World Mission focused their prayers this week on Tunisia, where the economic crisis 
and considerable frustration in the political leadership of the nation are a huge challenge for all people. We pray for the work of BMS and their partner organisations seeking to bring hope in very difficult and dangerous circumstances. And we give thanks for opportunities for women and girls to enter education and employment. As part of the Baptist Union of Scotland, we lift to you Kintour, Kirkintilloch, Kirkstyle and Kirkwall Baptist churches. As they each seek to be your body in their own context, may they love with your love and serve others as you serve them. In our own congregation here at Hillhead, we give thanks for those who share their gifts and skills as part of our finance team, who diligently attend to everyday matters and liaise with outside organisations to manage payroll and pensions and gift aid. And this week we name before God the following friends, some who we see often and others who for reason of health or distance we see less so. Edith F, Esan and Anis, Rachel F and her family, Paul F, Lily, Clifford, Laura, Dave, Rory and Arthur, Jenny and Richard. We thank you for each person we've named and ask that you'd enable them to recognise and exercise the unique gifts they each have in the service of others. And lastly, we pray for ourselves. Grateful for all that we have known and shared together these past years. Help each one of us to find new inspiration, courage, and hope for the next steps in our journeys of faith and to play our part in the global body of Christ in whose name we pray. Amen.
have to say it's something of a miracle that we didn't crash Zoom this morning with the size of that PowerPoint. So if you don't believe in miracles, there's your proof they happen. Let's just commit ourselves to each other and to follow Jesus in the week ahead. Christ has nobody now but ours. May we go from here encouraged and inspired to be Christ's ears and eyes and hands and feet and heart and mind. And may God's love surround us every moment of every day. Amen.